too. Wait, why would he just start the whole podcast saying two? Well, just like Sports Illustrated by the numbers. Two hours of sleep. I'm not exaggerating. Two hours. Oh, shit. I already spilled coffee. But two hours of sleep. That's it. And still achy from the vaccine. Got the second dose. Googled potential symptoms. I got them all. Hey, what do you win? All the symptoms? Thank you, Pfizer. Actually, thank you, Pfizer. No sarcasm. But achy this and achy that, achy head and achy knees, achy face and achy brain, and oh yes, I feel high. They don't tell you that. Hey, Pfizer, you didn't tell us we would feel high after our second dose of the old vaccine, but thank you. Thank you. Welcome in. It's episode 132. We made it. Oh, shit. This feels celebratory. You're listening to this. I'm guessing because you don't listen to much of the radio anymore. You used to listen to a lot of radio. You loved talk radio. And then you started to find podcasts and you thought, you know what? This is good. This is better. This is more catered for my interests. And I do believe in 20 years, podcasts will kill the AM talk radio stars. You see, video already killed the radio stars. You don't believe me? You think I would lie to you? It's well documented what happened. These are facts. so true even though it's a silly song video killed the radio star and now what's gonna kill fm music radio streaming listen to any song you want at any time who is still listening to fm music radio hoping they will play your song oh i hope they play my song today i really enjoy ice cube hoping to hear good day you don't wait there's no patience to hear your song. How about this? Rewind a little further back. People used to call in to the radio station and request a song. This might have even been live on the radio. Request a song. Hey, it's DJ PD Panther coming at you at full effect. Taking requests for the next three hours. Let's go out to Linda in Sunnyvale. Linda! Hi, PD. I'd like to hear All Night Long by Lionel Richie. And that is how Linda would hear all night long. She doesn't own the record. She doesn't have that tape. She needs the FM radio station to play it for those three minutes of bliss. Sounds antiquated, of course. But there's some sadness to it. And that is this image of the FM DJ. This image in our heads of the FM DJ. Got that ashtray, got that cigarette, got that fedora. Dresses up for work, even though it's radio you know, came fitted in a good-looking suit with a jumbo collar. I mean, set up shop in that radio station. FM DJ, you were a celebrity signing autographs. You were a big deal. Now, there's not an FM DJ in America that is picking the playlist or taking requests. And I hate to say it, but I don't even know any humans that are still listening to music on FM radio. I mean, maybe there's a morning show that you enjoy 
and occasionally they play a song that you sit through, but if you're in the mood for music, you pick the artist and you pick the song. And just thinking about this caused me to think about my man Ernie Martinez. Now, I've talked about Ernie in the past, but Ernie Martinez is a longtime AM radio guy in San Diego, and he taught me the ropes. He taught me how to write copy, how to edit sound on mini discs back then, how to deliver a sports update, how to get the sponsor in. Ernie was just one of those good old-fashioned mentors, happy to show you the ropes. Great laugh, great human. But I noticed when Ernie was in his booth, he was supposed to give a sports update every 30 minutes. At 8 a.m., I'm Ernie Martinez. Padres and Reds get underway at 6.05 tonight. A couple minutes of Ernie giving all the day's scores and stories. But in between, I would notice young Josh Rosenberg just interning at the Mighty 1090. Young Josh talking in third person for some reason. I would look into Ernie's booth and he'd still be talking. Not on the air, but into the mic. And I wondered, what the fuck is Ernie talking about in there? For a full half hour. Turns out the guy had an alter ego. Called himself the real Art Gold. On K-Earth 101. Ernie was playing make-believe in there. How great is this? Grown-ass man playing make-believe. So bored with our AM sports talk radio world that he created a character. The real Art Gold. On K-Earth 101. And Ernie would spin the hits and record himself. And I came in one day, I kicked in the door and I said, Ernie, what are you doing? And he said, all right, all right, all right. I'll let you in on something. When no one's looking, I become the real art gold. I go, what the hell does that mean? And Ernie showed me. Had the music ready, had a little script ready, and boom, you hit the post. Hit the post means the radio DJ is going to talk and talk and talk up to the point where the lyrics begin. And then when the actual song starts, when the singing begins, then the radio DJ takes a back seat and shuts up for a moment. Even describing it, it's annoying, right? Because most people enjoy hearing the intro of a song too. But a radio DJ, they'll talk right up until the lyrics come in and that's called hitting the post. And Ernie could hit the post. And then I said, let me sit down and try this. And I couldn't hit the post. And I loved the idea of the DJ that can't hit a damn post. I mean, I'll try from time to time. But there's a formula. FM DJ needs a cool name. You probably say something about the weather. You probably say something about an event going on in town. Maybe even a little fun fact about the world. And you hit it. Do you have enough time to say your name? The radio station name. A fun fact. Something about the weather. And something going on in your town. That sounds like a challenge. Oh, I didn't even mention. You got to say the name of the song and the artist. You got to say the actual name of the band and the song. You got to do all of those things. All during the little interlude? All during the little intro to the song? That's tough. That's why this was an art. And that's why these FM DJs were celebrities. Light up that camel. Spray that dracar noir. Pour another finger of that Glenlivet. And let the people hear Credence, Clearwater, Revival. So you got to remember to try to hit all those things and then hit the posts. But guess what? It's nearly impossible. If I do it, I do it. If I don't, I don't. Well, let's try. Got to get a good DJ name, though. DJ Josh Rosenberg doesn't work. DJ Jizzy Jizzy J. Jizzy Jack. DJ Jizzy Jack. 
It's pretty good. All right, let's try this. Hmm. All right, I'm staying with Creedence Clearwater Revival. Hey, it's Jizzy Jack. Big Car Expo down at the lot this weekend. You want to get on down there, check out a convertible. Gold is found in Sudan. It's warm out there, so make sure you got the SPF right. It's Credence Clearwater Revival. Have you ever seen the rain on 102.3 The Drive? See, that's fucking terrible. The Fogarty's were already singing. All right, let's try it again. Hey, baby, DJ Jizzy Jack coming at you today on a very windy, windy day, so grab that beanie. We got the boat show down on the corner of 4th and K. Make sure you know that all three states with four letters in the USA are Utah, Ohio, and Iowa. It's Credence Clearwater Revival down on the corner on 102.3 The Drive. Okay, I got that. That was pretty good. I got lucky. I got lucky. I hit the post. We're staying with Credence. We're staying with this DJ name. All right. Hey, it's your boy DJ Jizzy Jack. Want you to know it's going to be a rainy Sunday, so grab that umbrella. Bocce ball tournament should be a hot one this evening, so get there before 6 p.m. The greatest president of all time remains Abe Lincoln. It's Credence Clearwater Revival. Looking out my back door on 102.3 The Drive. God, that's not easy. Miss that one. Miss that one. Let's try. Hmm, let's try this. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ. Oh, he's already singing? Hold on, hold on. It's still DJ Jizzy Jack. I'll just get right to it. Midnight Special by Credence Clearwater Revival. Right here on 102.3. Nope, that didn't work at all. We're going to get a couple more. Lighting up my fifth cigarette in the last five minutes. DJ Jizzy Jack here, spinning your favorite hits on 102.3 The Drive. Want to remind you that Tiffany Jewelers is sponsoring our big, big boat show. Nope. He's already singing. Okay, I could do better than that. All right. It's all credence. Give me a good old-fashioned intro, Rosenberg or Jizzy Jack. Good afternoon. Music fans on the FM side of the dial, DJ Jizzy Jack is here to bring you the happy tunes. Request line will be open a little later, but right now we want to smooth it out. It's Credence Clearwater Revival, Suzy Q on 102.3, The Drive. Had to drag it out. (laughs) Ouch! Oh, you know what time it is. We got Credence coming into your ears. But before that, I want to remind you it's going to be a warm one. So get on down to the beach and bring the SPF 50. You don't want to get that sunburn. Speaking of burns, 
I hope you know Jeff Ross will be headlining the Comedy Store tonight, bringing that Roastmaster general style that we all love so much. Don't forget, the current vice president is Kamala Harris, the first woman to ever achieve that role. It's Credence, Clearwater Revival. The song is Fortunate Son. They've been singing for about 20 seconds, but now I'll introduce it on 102.3, The Drive. What's that? Oh, program director has let me know it's my last day at the station. So, knowing that little piece of information, today's my last day, I'd like to give you all a big old-fashioned middle finger and remind you that I'll probably be on a park bench later this week, homeless, on 102.3 The Jive. Why would Ernie Martinez stop doing this? It was so much better. So much better than what we were doing on sports radio. And then every half hour, he'd have to go back to big night on the bump for Jake Peavy as he strikes out eight. Padres take down the Rockies six to two. Right back to you, Ted. And Ernie would be in the studio. And I'd say, okay, it's time for K-Earth 101. We're going to hit the post. I got to hit the post one more time before I move on in this podcast. I got to hit the post one more time. Let's see. What do we got? What's a good Creedence song? Hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. DJ Jizzy Ladies Jack. Oops. Continue. Please warmly welcome with us. DJ Jizzy Jack wants to remind you it's a big weekend ahead as we are going to be welcoming the Harlem Globetrotters into town. They're favored by 17 against the Washington Generals. Oh, they're singing already. Can't use that song. Whoa, ho, ho, ho. Welcome to my cave. Inside 102.3 The Drive, it's going to be a hot Friday coming your way with DJ Jizzy Jack. We got a big, big weekend as the Fleet Week Hall. I don't know what Fleet Week Hall means, but Fleet Week Hall is going to be rolling up into the bay. You don't want to miss it, but when you get in, tell them Jizzy Jack sent you get that $5 discount. It's official. I'm out of the closet. It is Credence Clear Water Revival. Run through the jungle on 102.3. Drive. Light up my cigarette, kick back in the chair, request line will be open in an hour. How sad that streaming killed the FM DJ star. Streaming killed the FM DJ star. Mm. 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 Let's go, the Buggles. So sad. But true. Podcasters killed AM radio. Oh, boy. There ain't much today, folks. I just felt it was a good idea. Off two hours of sleep and the aches and pains of a vaccine, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm complaining about the vaccine. That would be a real shitty take. Ugh, woe is me. I got the vaccine and now I'm a little achy. No, I feel wildly fortunate. Take that, conspiracy theorists. Wildly fortunate. Fuck you, bro. You just got microchipped. 
Sorry, I've gone down some Twitter wormholes in the last two days. People very upset with this vaccine, but not me. You know what I am upset with, though? This is an actual story. Let's break this one down. All right, I got news from the Vatican City. The Vatican has ruled. Priests cannot bless same-sex unions. They're not going to acknowledge same-sex marriage. So Catholic priests are not going to view same-sex marriage as valid. And this was a ruling that apparently was very disappointing to a lot of gay Catholics who were hoping that the church was becoming more welcoming under Pope Francis. That's the story, okay? There was an announcement this week. Higher-ups in the Catholic Church had a big meeting, and they discussed gay marriage, same-sex unions. And I don't know if they voted. I don't know if they got a consensus. If everybody in the room got to speak, but the higher-ups, the priests in charge, said it's a no. Not valid. Not valid. Can we get some live footage of what the negotiations look like? Was anybody willing to compromise a few things, or was it just a staunch no? No! Oh, there's just one problem with this. In the USA, same-sex marriage is legal. And I know we're talking about separation of church and state. I know what we're talking about here. But there are even ministers in the USA that have already started blessing same-sex marriages. They weren't waiting on the announcement. There are already Catholic churches, some ministers in the USA that were blessing the same-sex unions. They were giving their blessing. Did they have to take it back now? Are we still doing things like this? If you're gay and you found your soulmate, you found your life partner, you're in love, you couldn't imagine life without this person, they bring you every wonderful feeling. They complete you. Think of all the romantic things I could say about how love feels. And then you're online one day and you look at this news from the Vatican and they go, no, please tell me that has zero, zero effect on you. Please. Now, I could understand this as the equivalent to the way I feel about my wife. Sure, it's a heterosexual marriage, but in many ways, same thing. Love is love. And I mean that. And I believe that. So if my religion, whatever my religion were, had breaking news in March of 2021 that we're not okay with your style of love, Josh, then I think we all know what my reaction would be. Oh, what's that religion? Yeah, Josh, uh, you know how you feel about your wife? I do. You know those feelings that connect you to her naturally? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're not permitting it. Oh, is that right? Is that right? Well, hey, fuck you, religion. It's so easy. This is so easy. Hey, religion, fuck you. Uh-huh, I'm looking at you right in your eyes, religion. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and stay married and stay happy. And I don't think we need the updates anymore on you judging What is allowed? What is proper? What a story. Gay people are still dealing with this. How sad is that? If you come from a Catholic family, you want to please your parents, you want to please your community, you want to please your church, but you realize at some point in your life, I'm gay. I'm gay. And then you have to risk being castigated, threatened, pushed aside, marginalized. What are we doing? How many mistakes does the human race have to make? Before we just press reset. Let's just press reset. Let's allow it. Artificial intelligence. Come replace us already. We're too dumb. We're too dumb. We got too dumb. 
We still allow news from Vatican City to tell gay people it's not valid? Enough with this. One of my good buddies who I started teaching with, his name's Connor. Connor is out. Connor is gay. And I feel for people like that, that they have to still read stories like this. And just knowing the way you feel on the inside is going to cause you to receive hate and irrational negative reactions from not just homophobic people, but corporations, businesses, organized religion officials. I mean, it brings me pain to hear that. Let's make some strides with inclusivity. I mean, a story like that can surface. I understand the doctrines, the medieval doctrines, but what about reforming with the times? What about progressing with the times? Wouldn't that be a beautiful lesson of religion to just continually adapt to be more inclusive? Would end so many conflicts. I think it would bring peace to a lot of hearts. So that's where I stand on that. Did that get serious? I kind of hope it did. I'm going to stay serious. I'm going to stay in that voice. That's the serious voice. DJ Jizzy Jack would use that voice when he brings up Bad Moon Rising. It's Creedence Clearwater on 102.3. You know something? This is going to be the cute portion of the podcast. This is going to be the cutesy portion when I describe something that I think might be relatable for all parents out there. It's just a quick moment. Just a quick moment that happens. And it happens a lot. If you're a parent of a young kid, age one, two, three, four, probably five, there's a moment where they're playing all day, maybe at a park, maybe at daycare, maybe at a preschool, and they come home and when they take their shoes off, just filled with sand and sticks and dirt, the inside of the shoe. And wherever the kid takes it off, could be in the kitchen, could be in their bedroom, could be outside. That mess is the best mess. And I don't like messes. I don't like a dirty house. But when I see my daughter take off her shoes and just dump a pound of sand onto the living room floor, I'm like, yes, fuck, why not? The sand dump out of a little tiny shoe is the cutest, most satisfying sight. And then, of course, I have to be the parent who says, Myla, we take our shoes off outside and we dump our play sand outside. She might learn it, might not. But that's the best that, A, it's not uncomfortable for their little feet. Now you put a little sand in my shoe right now, that'll ruin my day. But these kids who are just playing and playing and can't stop playing, they will not unvelcro their shoes to shake the sand out. They'll do it in your kitchen. And I vow to never get mad at that. And we just had our carpets professionally cleaned. That's breaking news on 102.3 The Drive. We just had our carpets professionally cleaned for the first time. And my daughter, of course, dumps sand right on it. No part of me was upset. That means cute supersedes mess. And the other cutesy part of this, baloney, how you spelling that? B-O-L-O-G-N-A? Okay, Bologna. I think that there was a lazy ass face painter at her preschool because she likes to do pretend activities and she had a little pretend paintbrush this morning and we were doing pretend face painters. You know, we're not going to put real paint on our faces, but you could do pretend. And she wanted to be the face painter and she wanted to offer me a face painting experience. And she said, daddy, what do you want? I said, uh, how about a balloon? And she said, I can't do that. How about something else? I said, how about an armadillo? Ooh, see, I can't do that. How about something else? I said, how about a dog? Ah, no. 
I can't do that. I was like, what kind of make-believe is this? This is a pretend face painter who has nothing in their skill set, nothing in the arsenal. And I realized, huh, she did come home with face paint one day. And it was a mermaid. And I wondered, was it just a mermaid face painter? This is who my daycare hired? Hey, I'm a mermaid face painter. My name's Mel, but you could call me Melvin. Hey, I'm not going to call you anything. Why don't you expand your range a little bit, Mel? Okay, I'll call you Mel. And my daughter's just emulating what she thinks a face painter is. Nah, I can't, mm-mm, can't do an armadillo. Hey, how about a mermaid? And all the kids go, um, okay. Yeah, we're, we're down with that. We're down with merm. Hey, who invented the 40 ounce? Go to a liquor store. Or maybe even some grocery stores carry 40s. For some reason, the other night I was brushing my teeth and I just looked at my wife and said, have you ever drank 40s? Like 40 ounce bottles of malt liquor? Mickey's, King Cobra, St. Ides. And she said, yeah, a couple times. She actually just said that. Yeah, very nonchalant. Oh yeah, I've had some 40s. And she even sang the lyric, Colt 45 and two zigzags. And I said, all right, Shanee, you get down with your bad self. And then I was embarrassed to reveal how many 40s I've had in my life. From ages, I'd say 15 to 21. The amount of 40 ounces I've had is astounding. It's deplorable. I'm at an age where I wouldn't even entertain the idea of a 40 ounce, but who invented that? Who's that for? Is it for 15 year olds and hobos? And aren't they almost extinct? Who's still drinking 40s? I mean, our favorite rappers were drinking 40s. So we said, we like 40s. Did we actually enjoy the taste of lukewarm malt liquor by the creek? I don't know. I mean, maybe. But what an option. What a jumbo American option. Typical beer is 12 ounces, right? And they sell big bottles of ale, 24 ounce bottles. I get that. I've seen those. Take one to the head or split it with a friend. But 40s? Why were 40s so normalized? How many 40s you need? That's a typical conversation when I was 18, freshman year at San Diego State. Rosie, hey, how many 40s are you about to take down today? I'd say probably three. I mean, let's buy three just in case, maybe two. You need a calculator to add up the ounces at the end of the day. And oh, to be young, a metabolism that would just process that. Do you know what would happen if tonight, 39 years old, I just came home, wife, pregnant wife and daughter at the kitchen table, and I just unscrewed a Mickey's 40 and took it to the head in about, oh, I don't know, 11 minutes. Do you know what that would do to my night? Actually, I don't. It'd be kind of an interesting experiment, but I think it would go poorly. I think it would ruin my whole weekend. I really do. I think it would ruin my whole weekend. And I'd like to find the creator of 40s, whoever it was. There was someone that said, eh, let's up it. And someone's like, 30? Like, uh-uh, 32? Uh-uh. The origin of the 40 ounce, 38. And this person said, no, you son of a bitch, 40. And everyone at the circular office table at this malt liquor factory gasped, collectively gasped. (gasps) 40? 40 ounces? Will Sublime ever say 40 ounces to freedom? Yes, Sublime will say that. And will Bay Area rappers let the suburban kids know that they should stock up on St. Ides, $1.79 in 1997? 1998, St. Ides, $1.79. Who boy. What the hell am I talking about? Actually, let me talk about something important. 
I got some friends doing some cool things, some entrepreneurial things. So I want to give a plug. I want to give an official plug. Like I said, my wife's pregnant, so there's a bunch of stuff she can't eat and she misses. And she goes, oh, I can't wait to have sushi one day or cold cuts one day or certain types of cheeses. I mean, there's a long list of dietary restrictions, apparently, that I didn't even know about. But my friend Melissa has started a charcuterie company. It's called The Grazing Factory. I was telling my wife about this. We were looking at her website, thegrazingfactory.com. And it's just like endless deliciousness. The mini grazer, all these cheeses, salamis, berries, fruit, crackers, dips, heaven, olives, tapenades. And my wife was saying, yeah, after, after I give birth. But I was like, I'm too impatient. So I asked Melissa, could you do a pregnant box? Could you go off menu for us? Things that a pregnant woman could eat. And she brought over a box of this charcuterie platter, the charcuterie box, which was so amazing. And then I tried to pay her and she said no. And I said, you know something? I'm going to mention this on my podcast. Not as a favor, but because I actually loved it. So good. So please check out thegrazingfactory.com. This is my friend Melissa's new company. She calls herself a mom-trepreneur. Mom-trepreneur! Who has turned to her new passion of charcuterie. It's hella good. If I'm talking about 40s, I got to say hella. Hella good. Thegrazingfactory.com. All right. Speaking of plugging things, check out that book, Suddenly Facing Reality at Amazon. Drop a rating on iTunes. Get ready for a big Aztecs win tonight as the tourney is back. So life is good and have yourself a wonderful weekend ahead. Much love, good folks. That's episode 132. It's in the books. I'll talk to you soon.